Welcome back to another episode of the Faith Walk Podcast with Pastor Steve and Dominique Young. Today we are excited to have our guest, DeRay Austin of the Austin Collaborative in here talking to us about how he took the leap of faith to start his business and also giving us some amazing financial tips and advice for us to be able to live out those amazing lives of faith that God has designed for us. You don't want to miss this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Dominique here. And Pastor Steve. And we are so excited to be back again on the Faith Walk podcast. Absolutely. I'm not going to say it this time. All right. Yes, I am. I don't know what episode this is, but I'm sure glad we're here. Today we are have the privilege of interviewing DeRay Austin with the Austin Collaborative, also a Hampton grad, so I'm kind of pumped <laughs> that he's on the phone right now. And it's funny because I actually had no idea that we were going to be interviewing Ray until, what, about two weeks ago, so I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I love it. How are you today? I'm great. I'm doing wonderful. I, I really, really appreciate you guys for having me on, and I'm, I'm happy to be here, and, I, and I'm doing good. How are you guys tonight? Ooh, we're good. <laughs> we are good. Really? And I think I'm so excited about this whole series of entrepreneurs, and I've been hearing back from so many people that this series has encouraged them to step out and do some things that God has been calling them to do. So I am pumped about this testimony right here. And I feel <laughs> the same way. I, I know growing up, uh, just where I came from, just outside of D.C., and a lot of my family still in D.C., it was, it, it didn't feel like you had a lot of options or mm-hmm. opportunities compared to other people who may have got a different start in life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this is whole entrepreneurship and, you know, just seeing that you can do things that maybe wouldn't have been just apparent in front of your eyes is really exciting to me. Yeah. Like, I just feel like we should just go ahead and pray and jump in. Yeah. All right. Um, Lord God, we just thank you so much for being awesome and wonderful. We thank you for dreams and visions, Lord God. We thank you that you are our hope, and you're the one that inspires us, Lord. We just pray that through this interview that lives will be touched, changed, and that you will begin to work, Lord God, on areas of distrust, areas of hopelessness. And we just pray that you open our ears and our minds and our hearts to receive what you have to say this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, Duray, we're going to throw it to you. Uh, we just want to hear about your story. I just, I'm so excited. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Again, thank you, thank you. And um, and I was telling uh, our, our common friend, Lauren King, uh, when she first mentioned the Faith, uh, the Faith podcast, and I'm like, man, this that's so, so exciting. And, and it fits, I, I feel like it fits right in line with, you know, being an entrepreneur and, you know, and starting a business. And honestly, guys, uh, I started my business, the Austin Collaborative, really about 18 months ago, but I didn't get into it full-time until last year, last April. I I literally quit my Fortune 500 job and literally took a leap of faith. So that's, you know, how I, I really just got started. But I guess I should go back a little bit and, and rewind because if you were to ask me, you know, five or six years ago, would I, you know, see, see myself starting a business or being an entrepreneur, I would have said, you know, heck no, I would, nah, you know, I'm trying to build my career and, you know, and, 
and move up the corporate ladder and, you know, just find success, you know, in, in my career. I, I didn't, you know, see myself even being an entrepreneur. So I think God literally pushed me to that point and said, you know, this is the way to go. So when I was coming out of Hampton, I was blessed and fortunate to, you know, get a, a great job with Edward Jones Investments. Uh, I actually interned with them while I was at Hampton. So when I graduated, you know, they gave me, uh, you know, they gave me a full uh, an offer to start working there full time. So I, I took that job fresh out of college. Uh, I moved back home to Texas. I stayed about I stayed home for about three months while I studied to get the proper licensing that I would need to, you know, to become a financial advisor, which is uh, your Series 7, which is sell investments, or Series 66, which is kind of the whole compliance and ethical side. And then also I had to get uh, my Texas life and health insurance license. So I was studying, uh, you know, studying really, really hard to become a financial advisor. And uh, after that three months was up for studying, I took my test and and pass, uh, hallelujah, <laughs> and then I, I, I moved to St. Louis, Missouri. I worked in St. Louis for about nine months in a really, really excellent training program, and after after that period, I came back home to, you know, really back here to Texas to, to start my business and start building, you know, my business as a financial advisor, and <laughs> believe it or not, guys, the way that the company wanted, you know, new financial advisors to, to build their business was to go knocking, you know, door to door. <laughs> and that was, you know, a, a very, very unique experience. It's very challenging, but, you know, I learned from it. I, I grew a lot from it. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't last too long out there as a financial advisor, starting with zero clients. You know, they expect you to, you know, build your business to a certain point by a certain period. And unfortunately, you know, I, I failed. I didn't. I didn't hit that quota. So I ended up being unemployed, guys, for about for about six months. And that was that whole six months was a was a very trying time. It was a difficult time. But uh, you know, I, I kept my faith. And right when I was, you know, starting to lose hope, God came right in and blessed me with another job. With which with excuse me which was with a Fortune 500 company uh, called TIAA. And uh, I got a job with them, and I was with them for about about six years, guys. And, you know, I, I was trying to, you know, move up and, you know, like I said, get promoted and move up the corporate ladder. And, you know, I, I did get promoted a couple of times, but I, just the job that I had, it wasn't fulfilling, you know. And I, I started – applying while I was there I started applying for you know different uh, a lot of different other jobs that I thought you know I might like even better and you know what happened was I just kept getting rejected you know I kept getting rejected and I was like man you know what's what's going on you know why can't I you know get something else that I you know that I that I would enjoy more and wow. you know what <laughs> and that was just that was got that was God really really working and I, I didn't even know it, you know, until, you know, the present moment, what he was doing. But he was pushing me, you know, to actually become an entrepreneur. So uh, while I was working, I had an opportunity to, you know, teach a lot of financial empowerment classes through this organization called WINGS, which is formerly uh, the YWCA. But, you know, I really, really enjoyed that. And it was at that time that God was starting to, you know, give me vision and, uh, you know, vision for, 
what he wanted me to do and how he wanted me to, to help and serve others. So, you know, I was teaching these financial empowerment classes to lower to middle income adults, and I said, you know what, I, I really love this, and I can see myself, you know, doing this full time. You know, why not, you know, try to make a business out of it? And that, during that time, I was also started reading, you know, a lot of different books, how to how to become an entrepreneur and ways to make money online. I figured, you know, with my passion and what I was liking to do and reading, it kind of gave me, it gave me the idea and concept of how I could monetize it and become an entrepreneur. So I started planning. I started working. Started reading more books on how to build a business. And last April 29th, I turned in my resignation letter, and you know I said I'm doing this full time. And it, I, to say it's been easy <laughs> will be will be you know an understatement. But I feel like God really pushed me again to become an entrepreneur to start a business. And the very, very first blog, guys, that I posted on my website was Take a Leap of Faith <laughs> and Reasons Why You Should Take a Leap of Faith. And, yeah, and I know a lot of people, you know, may be afraid, and it, it is definitely scary, but, you know, God has, you know, really had his hand on me. He's, you know, once, once I decided, he just, it seems like God has put all the, you know, right people around me, the positive influences in my life, and, you know, now – I'm I'm a full-time entrepreneur, so I literally did take a big leap of faith by leaving, you know, a comfortable-paying job to start my own business, and and now I'm here. I'm still here by the grace of God, and I'm still going, and, and yeah, that's where I'm at now, guys. Amen, amen. And I'm I'm so excited. Uh, This is awesome. I am just so excited about what you're sharing. I'm so excited about um, the leap of faith that you've taken. We've heard so many different ways that people have taken this leap, whether it be like a gradual process or it's just like whoosh, really, really quickly. Um, So I guess my first question would be um, when you knew that it was time for you to go, and that it was time for you to start um, your company. What were some of the thoughts that ran through your head, or some maybe some fears that ran through your head? And how did you yeah. combat those? Yeah, I mean, when I, I I first knew that I wanted to quit, about probably about a year and a half or two before I actually did. So. I went to, me and my, my girlfriend, we went to a three-day real estate conference out here in Fort Worth, Texas, and they talked a lot about mindset, you know, the mindset that wealthy people have compared to, you know, those who are either middle class or in poverty. And that moment, I was like, okay, I need to really change my mindset. So I started planning. I started doing a lot of the grunt work to, you know, the, you know, get your LLC, you know, building a lot of the content, doing a lot of the reading, you know, finding out all those different type of things before I even quit my job. And even, and, and honestly, I, I, I don't think most people ever feel like they're 100% ready just to do it. So, but at some point, you, you know, you're just going to have to take the jump. So, yeah, I mean, I was definitely, definitely, you know, scared. Like, what if I, you know, what if I flop? What if I fail? You know, what if I fail and, and you know, and don't succeed? 
that was, you know, my biggest fear. And then another thing is, is I was thinking, like, I need enough money to to sustain myself until I start, you know, generating income and generating a profit. So that was also another fear because I did have some money saved up before I left, but it was only going to last so long. So mm-hmm. definitely, you know, I, I had some, you know, some fear and I was afraid. But one thing that I read and I heard it a couple of times was about burning the boat. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that that term, burning the boat. But basically, basically, what happens is, or uh, what happened was, there was a there was a, a big ship, and they were led by you know the captain of the ship, and they were going to conquer another ship that was you know not too far off from them. And they said, you know what, guys, we're going to burn the boat. <laughs> you know, the waters, temp- the temperatures is you know near freezing. And, you know, these men are scared, but they're going to burn the boat. That means they don't have anywhere else to go back to. So it's going to, it's either sink or swim. And that's what, you know, I said I was going to do. I'm burning the boat. I'm leaving, and I don't plan on coming back, and I'm going to just, you know, go make it happen. And, you know, what I found out is a lot of times when you take that leap of faith, even if you do fall or fail, God is there to catch you. And, he, and trust me, he has caught me more, not just in this situation, but, you know, a lot of different other times. So that was kind of my mindset going into it. Um, but like I said earlier, I had a lot of – I was blessed to have a lot of support, you know, when I finally did take that leap. I actually moved back in with my mom. So I didn't, I didn't, I'm didn't. i not paying any rent. I'm still living with her at, at this moment, you know. So that was a, a huge blessing that I didn't have that expense, you know, to go toward rent. So that was my mindset, you know, taking that leap. But, uh, but uh, again, before I quit my job, I, I started planning, you know, almost two years prior to take that leap. But, again, I, I never felt like I was just, you know, 100% ready. I just said, you know, I got to go. So I need to see what I'm made of and, and you know, really test myself. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> And, you know, one of the funny notes that I just had was that, and it's funny that you said it that way, the first note, one of the first things I took down was that, you know, the first attempt at the job thing, you know, it kind of fell and you fell on the face and kind of flattened. You see, kind of was a failure in a sense. And so later on, it's like, hey, should I jump out here? You know, what if I fail? Mm-hmm. There was also the idea that you had already attempted something before and failed, so there was kind of this experience that that's not the end of the road even when that happens. It kind of already had exactly. it in the middle. And exactly. I just thought that was really, really powerful. Um, I guess I wanted to talk about, and this only, I say this only because I know that there will be people who that will hear this that maybe they failed, and maybe they both was not burned, and maybe they ran back to safety. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna ask you just kind of about the mentality, mindset, and maybe some of the encouragement you found along the way during that six months of being unemployed. Right. Yeah, and you know, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because in the reading a lot of different books about entrepreneurs, about personal growth, personal development, you know, failure is just something that's temporary. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's temporary and and you know, you learn from your failures. That help that helps you grow. You know, when God puts you through an adversity or, or, or takes you through a failure, it's not really a failure if you learn from it. If you become better, if you get stronger, your faith is tested, so that's going to 
that's going to also grow, you know, when that happens. And, you know, you can, and God, he, I think he's the master of turning set or minor setback into huge comebacks. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that, you know, he's, he's done along the way for me from when I was unemployed six months and even facing some adversity and, you know, in, in the early phases of, of starting a business. So I think, you know, failure just helps you grow. You know, you don't stop there. That's when you're a failure if you, if you just stop and give up. But, you know, God doesn't he, de- he doesn't, he doesn't mean for us to stop there. You know, he wants us to learn. He wants us to grow. He wants us to get stronger. So that's kind of how I, I look at it. And, uh, you know, I looked at it that way when I was, you know, unemployed. Maybe not when I was actually going through it. <laughs> Looking back on it, <laughs> looking back on it, I feel like I was like, okay, I see you so he's making me better. So, I mean, I think failures are, are, are there to, to help us grow and to, and to get better. Um, I have one more, if I can throw this in there just to follow that up. Uh, you said that you were a part of a Fortune 500 company for six years. So, you know, it seemed like mm-hmm. failure turned into a stepping stone. Like, this time I succeeded. Yeah. And you were saying <laughs> that, you know, during that time period, you know, looking at other opportunities, looking to kind of climb that ladder, you got to move right. up, and the doors started closing in the face, in your face. Mm-hmm. And I guess similar to the last question, it's like, you know, all right, so now I feel like I've made it or kind of arrived somewhere, and I cannot get to the next step. I, I feel like I know what it should be, and I'm not getting anywhere. That, and, I, and I know that produces mm-hmm. frustration a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. Did you get any messaging or any truth or, or revelation about that? Like, you know, what does this mean, and how do I, how do I get out of that rut or not take it too seriously? Yeah, you know what, and it's honestly, it's not always easy to do because I would be lying if, if there weren't times that, you know, I I didn't get discouraged or you know I didn't feel like man, you know, what's going to happen next? How do I how do I get out this rut? But I feel like that's the main point in time when your faith is tested. <laughs> you know, you, you really have to. At that point, you really have to, you know, believe. You really, really have to, you know, just believe that, you know, God has your back. And I feel like, like I said, if you would ask me five years ago, I wouldn't see myself doing this. So I feel like God, you know, he's not going to, you know, bring you to something and then just leave you you hanging. That's not how he works. So, I mean, again, I have I, I would tell anyone who gets discouraged, and it, it will happen. It's natural, you know, but just to keep the faith, keep believing. And what I feel like what has helped me a lot is I found something that I was passionate about. I found mm. something that, I, you know, I love to do, you know, and I was watching, you know, I watched a lot of motivational things, and, and Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, said, you know, you need to find something that you love to do. Because when times do get hard, when you do get discouraged, if you love what you do, if you, there's a passion behind it, there's a fire burning inside your stomach, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep pushing. And, again, you know, I feel like this pre- previous experience, experiences when God has took you through something and you get discouraged and he brings you out on the other side, that's something to, you know, reflect back on and say, you know what, I've been here before. So, you know, anyone who's getting discouraged, you know, you, you're feeling a little fearful or, you know, uncertain, just keep believing. Keep, you know, keep your faith. 
and just keep pushing forward and keep your eye on the prize. Amen. Amen. It's so interesting because I find that even with every interview that we've done, um, it's like a a specific DNA to every interview. Mm. And this one is interesting because it seems as though all those things that we call failure, God is using right now to teach somebody else that no, you know, it's not a permanent, and he's using things that I'm sure at the moment, DeRay was probably like, uh, <laughs> it's not fun. But all of those things, like, he's taking and using them. So then you, then you have the question, was it really a failure? Mm. You know? Or was it an opportunity for God to use this to teach somebody else? I'm so excited. I, I do have a question. Um, my question actually is about the Austin Collaborative. I am just wondering if you could break down what do you do, how do we get um, access to your services, and if we don't live in Texas, you know, are there anything anything for us? (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the Austin Collaborative, what we do essentially is to educate others in the realms of financial education, that's so important, um, personal growth and development, we should always be learning, always be growing. The biggest room in the world is the one for improvement, so we want to focus on that. And then also entrepreneurship as well. But honestly, guys, I feel like I'm, a, I'm really a teacher at heart. So, you know, really what we want to do is to teach, educate, encourage, and inspire others to really reach high levels of success and do that through, you know, being, you know, financially literate, learning how to, 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 you know, about ownership, how to build your assets, you know, and just really encouraging people out there to, you know, to reach high levels of success. You know, you can go to any cemetery and below the ground is so much unused potential, guys. You know, so we want to encourage others to reach, you know, their maximum potential in life. I personally believe that God did not put us here, you know, to be mediocre. He wants us to be great. He wants us to live in abundance because there's plenty. He created plenty so everyone, you know, can live in abundance. But you also have to serve. You have to give back. You know, you give what you get, or excuse me, you get what you give. You know, so that's what the Austin Collaborative wants to focus on, serving, giving, teaching, and inspiring others to reach, you know, very high levels of success, you know, to be goal-oriented and just to, you know, get the most out of your life while you're here. So that's really what we want to we do. Um, as far as my services, you can check out. Uh, my website, I do content writing, anything about financial education, personal growth and development, and I'm also venturing out and, and I want to get back to, you know, speaking, you know, speaking about, you know, financial education, but also motivating, like I said, and, and encouraging others. So if you're not, you know, in Texas and you want me to come speak, you still can have me come out there, <laughs> uh, to, you know, to wherever location you're at and, we, you know, we can there's a there's a form on my website which is the austincollab.com and you can you know see some of the the services that we offer and I also right now I have a few products out as well and they're and the great thing about it is they're digital so all you need is access to the internet 
and you know you can get access to these products. I have a right now I have a free, free, no cost financial education guide. We talk about savings versus investing. We talk about assets versus liabilities, understanding credit, what it means to be financially independent. And I also have a other couple a couple ebooks that are more so um geared toward personal finance and also one that is about retirement planning, you know, how to start an IRA or you know, questions that you want you may have about your four oh one K or four or three B through your employer. Um and just really talk about, you know, the current state uh of our economy and where we're at right now. So you can be anywhere again, <laughs> have internet access and you can get access to those products as well. Fantastic. And I guess I don't want to do too much more since we've already kind of established all this, but I do want to ask one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any scriptures that, you know, personally that you stand on as an individual for the walk that God has for you that might be powerful for somebody else or even if there's scriptures that have maybe been like the platform or, or pillar of your business, um, anything like that that you'd like to share as well? Oh, I'm sorry, say, say that last part again, Steve. Are there any what now? No, were there any scriptures that you personally stand on or that have kind of, you know, been really um, all-encompassing of the journey that you've been on for this uh, or maybe some scripture that God gave you that have been the pillar for, you know, the vision for your um, business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm. One that I love, I actually, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in visual, visualization, uh, positive affirmations, um, and I start my everyday, guys, by reading a devotional called Jesus Walks. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it, but it's Jesus Walks. It's uh, by Sarah Young. It's actually my third year reading it, and I start that day off, and it just has so much, you know, it does so much for me by starting my day off like that. And it's funny because sometimes I'll be going through something and I read that devotional. It's like God is like almost talking directly to me, and it's powerful. But, yeah, as far as my one of the, my favorite scriptures, uh, Ephesians 3.20, I recite that every day, uh, you know, before I start my day, you know, for he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's, you know, talking just to you. And then also another one, I'm not sure, I can't tell you, <laughs> I can't tell you the, you know, the, the book in the verse, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's basically that he has plans to prosper you and not harm you. So mm-hmm. those are, you know, two that, that really stand out. And then also, uh, as far as just like we talked about a little earlier, about having vision, you know, mm-hmm. where there's lack of vision, man is dead. So mm-hmm. that's a big one. And then, you know, all things are possible if you believe. Just believe that you can achieve, <laughs> you know, high levels of success that God meant to be, that wants you to live in abundance. So all things are possible if you believe. Those are a few that just kind of stick out to me and um, that that I've that I've leaned on. There's many more I could probably, you know, think about, but you know, those are a few that that, that kind of stick out. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. I love it. Amen. Amen. So that Jeremiah 29:11 one was the one that put. I know the plans I have for you. That's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah. And my man, brother. We just, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah. So we just, I would just really encourage us to hear that and just 
this one Holy Spirit that's really just driving this whole thing, and it's just amazing to watch. Uh, I believe you said you had another question, Madam? Yeah, I do, and I know, you know, time is ticking, but I just am like, this is so <laughs> awesome. Um, I do have another question. I'm actually, while we're talking and I'm just kind of scrolling through um, your website, and I just want to mm-hmm. say to any of our listeners, this is great content. Like, please, go definitely go check it out. I see that you have uh, blog posts and you have tons of e-books and resources, like you were saying, where people um, that are even, you know, wherever they are, whether they be in D.C., Texas, um, okay. Atlanta, I know we have some listeners um, up, the, up north. It, all, everybody can access something, and it's such great content. And one of the things Thank that you. you yeah, no, this is awesome. And um, one of the things that you were talking about that I do believe, even as a body of Christ, that we do need to get better understanding about is financial literacy. Yes. And um, I'm just yes. excited that you're providing these resources. Um, I I know that we've talked about faith. I know that we've talked about taking the leap. Um, I do have a question. What are some just basic financial tips like that you would just give the person that's just starting out on trying to whether it be reestablished, maybe like, you know, they came out of college, they had tons of debt, they want to, they want to start a business, they want to do this stuff, but they're like, I don't even know how what to do before I jump out of my job. What should I be what are some things I should be looking for before I, you know, before I do this? If God is saying you know, in the future, this is what you're going to do. Okay, what are things that I need to do financially to prepare myself? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, the first thing that just popped into my head was save, 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 and save some more. <laughs> because <laughs> as a starting a business, there's there was so many things that, you know, that I can look back now and that I, I didn't account for, so many expenses that I just I, I wasn't prepared for. And, you know, and I, looking back, I feel like I should have, you know, set even more money aside because you starting a business, you do need, you know, money just for, you know, just to get it started, just to get, you know, the proper uh the proper certificates or your LLC or incorporated, you know, you need money for things like that, you know, to build the website that, that you see, uh, that you see uh, that you're looking at now, you, you need to save, 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 save. And a lot of people say, you know, I don't have any extra money to save. I don't have any extra money to save. Well, you can find extra money to save. Okay. <laughs> and trust me, you can do it. When I was one tip that I give, and I learned, I can't take credit for this. I learned it when I was teaching my financial empowerment classes through your curriculum. But one exercise that we did was for a whole week, guys, we were to monitor every, every penny that we spent. You know, if you have your bills automatic debit, write that down. If you went to Starbucks and got a coffee, keep that receipt, write it down. If you went to get Chipotle, <laughs> write that down. And what we found out was, guys, is that after we kept track, most people don't even do this, number one. They, don't, they, they can't account for every dollar that they spent. How many people that you know can really look at their bank account and they can count for every book that they spent and they know where every dollar was allocated to? And I've been, mm-hmm. I, I'm guilty too. I'm, I, I, before I started doing that, I wasn't, you know, that, you know, that particular, I wasn't, you know, focused that much on, you know, where 
every dollar was spent. So just I encourage listeners to keep track of every penny you spend for an entire week. And if you can't if you can't find five extra dollars to save just through that week, I will be surprised. Because we when we did it, we everyone in the class and again a lot of people that we were teaching were lower to middle income people. And you can find extra money to save. You just gotta find it, you know, fill the loophole. So keep track of your spending for an entire week. Everything, everything that you spend, and I'm sure that you can find an extra five or six dollars just in that week alone to save. And if you find five extra dollars to save in that week, you do it for a month. That's twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, you have a few hundred dollars just like that. So you need anyone who's trying to, you know, build, you know, or reach financial success, financial independence. You have to save. You have to find the money to save. I posted on my Instagram last week, you know, if you can't manage a little bit of money, <laughs> what makes you think God is going to bless you with a large amount of money if you're not taking care of what he's giving you now? <laughs> you know? So that's, you know, start. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not what you make. It's what you keep. You know, it's what you keep. And truthfully, and and this is in the, I believe it's in the Bible, but I've read this in several books. And I'll go ahead and tell you guys one book that you guys should read, The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. But you should really be aiming to live off 90% of your monthly income, saving the 10%, the other 10%. And, you know, to, to in order to do that, you need to really know what money you have coming in, what income you have coming in, and what money's going out. What are your what is your income and what are your expenses? Calculate that, and then if your expenses are more than your income, you need to find something to counsel. Whether that's the gym membership, whether that's the premium cable, whether that's going to Starbucks instead of brewing your own coffee, whether that's going to pay for that car wash instead of washing your own car. You know, find some things to to cut out. So that's what I would say, you know, saving, learning how to budget, and learning how to manage, you know, what you have right now. And, you know, I would I know that we can't do it all today, but I would love to have you back because I don't think people realize, um, I don't think people realize that just talking and doing these steps um, in your financial life are faith steps. And right. a lot of times people forget, they think, oh, the dramatic leap to, to leave your job or, oh, the dramatic, you know, leap to do this because God told me, you know, those are things. But what we, what we fail to realize is that, is that when you feel like you have nothing, combing through and believing there's something to save is faith. Like, yes. let me itemize, let me look at every dollar that I'm spending in belief that, there's something there, whether it be $5, $10, whatever, that I can save. And right. it's so interesting. Tithing, saving, investing, right. all of these right. are steps of faith. For, for a large right. part of the, our community, a lot of them are faith steps. And yes. a lot of times when we practice these things that you're talking about, the big leaps don't feel so big because you've sure, been yeah. practicing these little, little nooks every day 
that the big leak is like, it might still be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> but it's still, it's, it's like, okay, you know, I've been taking these little chunks. I've been, I've been doing these little faith jumps, right. $5 here. I cut out Starbucks and I saw what God was able to do with that $5. You know, I saw how he was able to multiply it with, with my discipline. And if that's true for the $5, then it must be true when I leap out here and just walk out in what he's doing in business. So powerful. So powerful. Right on. Right on. I'm so excited. Oh, we we so (laughs) have to have you back. We have to have you back to talk, like, just pure finance. Um, I mean, I want to have you back to talk about everything on the website. (laughs) I would would love to come back. I would love to come back and, you know, talk about some finances. That would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And and like Steve was saying, we would love to, you're definitely going to, you know, uh, put in some information and see what we can do because we would love to have you in the D.C. area. I know that D.C. needs what you're talking about. Honestly, every state and area needs what you provide. So I encourage all of our listeners you know, if you are a leader at a church, if you have a business and you would love somebody to come out and really talk to you, not just about finances, but really, I mean, you can truly hear Duray's faith um, and his trust. And so those are some things that sometimes are, are missing when you get people coming and talking to you. It's void of that, but you hear it. You hear the light. So I just encourage anybody listening to go on his website. If you want him to come to your state, your city, request, you know, and, and, and see what that looks like. See if you're able to, to make that happen. Um, and if not, then start saving for it. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> so, um, yes, God, I'm just, awesome. All right. Well, I know I have like 50,000 questions. I know we can't ask all of those. But do you have any more questions? Let me go. Just for the moment, I'm good. You're good. Just, just for the moment. moment. All right. So I have one last question. I know, I know, I know. I always have one last. <laughs> I have one, uh, one last question, and it's was it's really about you talked about uh, your support that you had when you were making this leap, and so I know yes. some listeners may have a friend or they may have a family member that has that has amazing talent and that has a great business idea, but that family member or friend, you know, may be afraid or they may not, I don't know what it is, but how can the people support that person? How can family members support the person that's about to step out and do this business? Or how can they support that person that has amazing talent and and maybe is a little nervous? How can I support my friend? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I first have to say I'm so blessed and so thankful and grateful for God for, for just putting, you know, people around me that have supported me, you know, my parents, my girlfriend, um, you know, a, a few of my friends, even friends that, you know, we went to school with, you know, they supported me when I told them, you know, what I was going to do. So how can, you know, you support that person who has that talent or someone who's, you know, looking to, to take a leap of faith. Number one, obviously, is prayer. <laughs> prayer is, is, man, my prayer. Thank you for all my prayer warriors who ended up listening to this. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So prayer. And then also, you know, even if you may be afraid, just keeping a positive attitude, 
positivity. You know, don't, you know, try to encourage your friends, push them forward. Don't do anything that you think, you know, may be a hindrance to them. You know, like I just, for example, not too long ago, I was working on my business and, you know, a few of my friends, they wanted to hang out and I said, hey, you know, I need to, you know, I need to, to make some money. You know, I got to, I got to work a little bit. Hey, no problem, right? No problem. Good. Hey, you know, they didn't pressure me to, you know, to come out or do anything, you know. So you need people in, in your life and friends and family who are going to pray for you, who are going to, you know, be positive and, you know, and just really, you know, support what you're doing and, and encourage you, you know, to go forward instead of, you know, being a hindrance or, you know, or or or, or bringing any any negativity. You know, you should try to get away from all the negativity, guys. Please, that's not going to help you at all. So. That's what I would say. Prayer and a positive attitude. Amen. Well, that's really good advice. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we have come to the end of our podcast. I'm so sad. I don't Aww. want to say goodbye. <laughs> uh, this has been so much fun. So much fun. I I really appreciate you guys for 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 having me on, and I would love you know to come back any any time, guys. Thank you so much. This is this has been a, a treat for me. <laughs> Amen. Well, you heard it here first, folks. He's coming back. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, before we close out, would you mind one more time giving us the website address for the Austin Collaborative? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the Austin Collab, and that's T H E. And Austin is not like Austin, Texas. It's actually A L S T O N. And then collab, that's with two L's, C-O-L-L-A-B. Um, you can also, you know, if anyone has any questions, I check my email pretty regularly. Uh, you can email me, theaustincollab at gmail.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, DeRay Austin, and, and check out my Facebook page or my Instagram as well, uh, The Austin Collab. Awesome. Well, we are excited. We're excited to learn more. We're excited for... Um, all of our listeners to learn more and be checking out those uh, that website, checking out all of the other areas that they can um, connect with you. Um, if you wouldn't mind, would you say a prayer for our listeners, those that may be afraid that are stepping out on a business venture or God has placed something on their heart, or even those that are starting a savings journey and, you know, are, are learning discipline and, and stepping out there and putting $5, $10, $20 aside. Would you mind praying for those individuals? I do not mind at all. Uh, dear God, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to come today and to uh, talk about faith and talk about, you know, things that we're doing in your name and, and through your glory. Thank you just so much for Pastor Steve and, and Dominique and the, their podcast and what they're doing. And I just want to pray for those out there who are looking to be, you know, better savers. Just help us to to be more diligent in our finances and to and to to be encouraged, you know, in our situation. Just be with those out there who are, who are looking to grow and to get better, who are trying to take their lives to, you know, the next level. Be with those individuals who are looking to to grow mentally, who are looking to grow physically, who are looking to grow spiritually, dear God. Just touch them, touch their heart, let them let them use their failures or adversity. Let them use those as opportunities to grow closer to you, dear God. Let them use those as opportunities to get better, to get stronger, 
dear God, just be with all of us who are, you know, working to get better and wanting to get better, dear Lord. Just help us not to be discouraged. Help us to lean on you. Help us to have our faith on you. Have our faith in you, dear God. Just be with all of us. Touch all of those listeners who are, you know, trying to, you know, be better financially, dear God. I love you. We thank you so much for all your blessings and all that you're doing in our lives. In your heavenly name we pray. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but that was amazing. I was in here taking notes. Um, Dre, I hope you're listening to this. Thank you so much for coming on to the Faith Walk podcast. We are really, truly excited to have you back on again to give us a little bit more financial advice uh, because we know that as we take these leaps of faith, God wants us to be wise in our finances as well. So if you are just so excited and have gotten something awesome from this podcast and you're just thinking, hmm, I want to know the God and the Jesus that DeRay knows that he was able to take this leap of faith with. If that's you, I encourage you to say this prayer with me and accept Jesus into your heart today. Dear Lord, thank you so much from coming down from heaven to earth to die on a cross, to be raised from the dead, to free me from my sins. Jesus, come into my life, forgive me of my sins, and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. And welcome to the kingdom of God. We are so excited for your new life and journey. And for more information and resources as you walk out your life of faith, we encourage you to go to www.thefaithmovement.com. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Faith Walk Podcast. And remember to always walk by faith. Bye.